police in the morning. Highly trained in martial arts, armed with a deadly steel yo-yo and an undercover identity, Kay infiltrates an elite high school, Saison Academy. Her mission? To identify and eliminate suspected terrorists. Her only lead is an underground website with an ominous timer counting down the minutes. Wielding her deadly yo-yo, Kay must stop the terrorists before they achieve their apocalyptic plot to destroy the city. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the, the B-Movie, B-Movie Bros. Who review B-Movies the best of our ability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. Here we are, week three of January, with Paul's birthday choice of... Asian Culture Month Part 2, which was our first themed month, so we're going back to our roots a little bit. And we're taking a look at the 2006 film Yo-Yo Girl Cop. So you heard what the back of the DVD case had to say. Let's dive right into this shit with our technical difficulties. Top and bottom three. Paul, why don't you start us off? Alright, let's uh, let's get the bad out of the way. Oh, and spoiler alerts, friends. So number three for my um, bottom three. Um, despite being called Yo-Yo Cop Girl, the Yo-Yo really wasn't utilized much. I think it was utilized in like three scenes. And one of which it like hit her in the head and like... The you other know, in which she, her out. it, like, didn't even, like, reach anywhere. She, like, tried to use it and it fell on the ground. Yeah, it's, like, not much yo-yo in this. I mean, Kila from Hunter x Hunter used the yo-yo much better, so, you know. It's been done before, girl. So did that kid in the dark tournament, Yu Yu Hakusho, I mean. So did Ness in, um, Earthbound. It's, like, if it, going, like, looking at characters who've used yo-yos as weapons... She did a pretty poor job, like, compar- comparatively. Number two, I had no idea what the fuck was going on throughout the majority of the runtime. Things just kind of happened with little to no reason. I don't know who half the characters are or what they're doing in the film. It was really hard to follow, and I just honestly didn't care about most of it. And number one, despite some entertaining moments, this movie was pretty boring. The pacing it was all over the place, and the incomprehensible story made it just really hard to pay attention to. For me, number three, this movie wanted to be an anime so bad that it hurt itself. I mean, the main character's introduced at school and she slams her fist on the chalkboard and says, I'll fuck you up. Like, in this, like, super close-up of her eyes, like, trying to be intimidatingly like they do in anime, and it just, it didn't work. They're always meeting on rooftops, and she has the, the main character seat from the anime where she sits in the back of the class next to a window and stares out it longingly every time she's in class. It just... Anime trope after anime trope. That works for anime, but not live action. Number two. At the end of the movie, the main villain takes off his wig to reveal that he has blonde hair. Bum, bum, bum. He's a super saiyan. what What the fuck? Why? What significance did that have to anything in the movie? Yeah, they make it seem like it's a big reveal. Oh, he's actually a blonde guy? Like, what, what even was that? Like, like he went from having, like, this long, black, emo hair that, like, crops around his face to this, like, mid-length, spiky, bl- like, bleach-blonde-dyed hair. And I'm like, so... What? Why? From what I can tell... And, from... like, her reaction was like... There should have oh been some gosh. significance to this. But like, why? Like, I feel from all the anime I've watched, like, having blonde hair in Japan in, in Japan is, like, a sign of 
rebellion, and then he's like, I just want to, like, pulls like a joker. It's like, I just want to watch the word world burn. I just want to do it for fun. It's like, was that the big reveal? The fact that you're just a giant dick? Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, and number one on my bottom list, just like Paul said, this movie was overall just really hard to pay attention to. I thought it would have been an action fest. It bills itself as an action fest. It says intense non-stop action at the top of the back of the box with a fucking yo-yo dotting the exclamation point. But no, in the hour 40 minutes that is this movie, there's maybe 12 minutes of action tops. Like, there's a lot of talking and walking and talking. And I was like, man, when did the Lord of the Rings trilogy get this long? And it's like, oh wait, this is Yo-Yo Girl Cop. Like, there were major issues, which is really disappointing when you look on the front. And again, something else on the box from the creator of Battle Royale. Yeah, what the hell? One of the greatest movies I've ever seen. You know, Battle Royale Fantastic, Yo-Yo Battle Royale 2, piece of shit. Yo-Yo Girl Cop, piece of shit. You should have stopped creating stuff after Battle Royale. Yeah, so we know he's capable of making good movies, just not very often. Well, we've, you know, griped about the bad part. What was good in this movie, Paul? So, number three, there were some entertaining fight scenes throughout the movie. Um, when whatever the character's name was, Saki, I think it was, um, was able to use the, um, the yo-yo, yo-yos, they were actually pretty cool. It, I wish that had been the majority of the movie. Number two, the terrible acting made for some pretty funny moments, whether intentional or not. And number one, this movie was kind of like an edgy anime mixed with, like, an episode of the Power Rangers, and it made for some really interesting moments. Um, I really enjoyed pointing out all the, like, anime cliches, like Corey mentioned, the, ca- the main character seat in the back of the classroom, um, them meeting up on the roof and nobody's there, just all sorts of stuff that, like, you see in all these, um, in a lot of anime, which is a lot, which is a lot of fun. The, the, the one character with a different school uniform. The one person with a different colored umbrella. Dead parents. <laughs> so he's a big one. You're not allowed to have two parents in anime. Yeah. For me, number three on the top. This movie reminded me of, like, other movies that I'd rather be watching. Like, the yo-yo fight scene was so reminiscent of Johnny Cage fighting Scorpion <laughs> in the Mortal Kombat movie. And as soon as I was like, yeah, isn't that, like, such an awesome fight? The main villain, like, throws out, like, a, a, a spearhead, like, like Scorpion does. And I was like, get over here! <laughs> get over here. I was like, wow, I, I didn't think that they actually modeled this fight after Scorpion versus Johnny Cage until that happened. <laughs> this perfect time. Um, and there were some other things I mentioned to Paul during the movie that I just can't remember right now. That I was like, man, this is really, you know, reminiscent of that. Number two. The action sequences, when they occurred, were pretty decent and entertaining. I mean, not top of the line, not something I'd be like, oh yeah, I want to like pop this in to see this sequence again. But, you know, if it was on and I was passing through, I might sit down to watch it. Number one, the Japanese cop guy who's like her mentor, retainer, whatever his role is in this movie, possible father, has a pet chicken. (laughs) And... They're sitting down at dinner, and the chicken just, you know, mind you, like, it's a real chicken when they introduce it, but when they're sitting down to dinner, it's obviously, like, a stuffed chicken (laughs) just, like, sitting beside them with a bowl of food. I'm like, that's fucking awesome, because I have, you know, 
pet chickens, and they're awesome. Chickens are good people. So yeah, just this, this cop having a pet chicken was like the highlight of the movie for me. Normally at this point we have ourselves a good old quote war! But that's not happening this time. There uh, weren't enough quotable lines. Uh, yeah, the dialogue was very like context specific and like character to character using names and overall very lackluster. It's disappointing considering it's supposed to be an over-the-top action movie. Like, one-liners or something that are a must, and this movie definitely disappointed on that end. I mean, one of the things we did realize is that they kept using certain words, and they would use the word, and it would be subtitled a diff as a different word, like, four or five different times, so... Yeah, I forget what the word was, but it's We're not like, sure if it was just lazy subtitling, or, you know... Contextually used Japanese words. Yeah, there was one word that means you, but like in a an aggressive kind of like a condescending manner. And at one point it was bitch, and at one point it was asshole. It's like they just kind of used it for whatever it was. Like I think they're technically right, but it was still odd. So we'll just move right on to our final take. Remember, friends, our final take is to score on our shot scale. Our shot scale is a reverse scale, one to ten. One being the best, ten being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this film? I gave it a 6 out of 10. I also gave it a 6 out of 10. So Yo-Yo Girl Cop wants so badly to be an anime and fails miserably at every turn. Intimidating statements from main characters slamming fists into the chalkboard. Yeah! Seems pretty cool in anime, but not in real life. There are countless other tropes, which I'm sure Paul could rattle off for the next hour or so, but I, I won't get into them. There are a few entertaining parts, but overall it's just a lackluster action flick that fails to deliver on the basic premise of beating the shit out of people with yo-yos. So going into this movie, I was expecting Yo-Yo Cop Girl to be this over-the-top action film with a ridiculous gimmick, which is kind of what I got, but unfortunately it wasn't done very well at all. The action scenes were few and far between, and less ridiculous than I would have hoped. The story is incomprehensible, which would have been fine, except there wasn't enough ridiculousness, ridiculous shit going on to make up for for it. And and on top of that, the yo-yos were barely utilized throughout the for throughout the runtime. It made for a really boring movie movie and a really disappointing experience. It's like it tried being being animated, but just couldn't pull it off because you know it was live action. I wish I could say more about it, but honestly, it's really not worth the time. Well, you know we always have ways to drink away this flick, drink away this flick. So come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away this flick. Bum, 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 bum. We'll give some drink games for this film, but remember, friends, drink responsibly. Number one, every time a yo-yo is deployed, take a drink. Number two, every time someone is smoking, take a drink. Number three, whenever someone speaks English, take a drink. Number four, anytime someone's on the Enola Gay website, take a drink. And number five, of course, because it's Asian Culture Month, part two. Anytime someone new is in a schoolgirl uniform, take a drink. Every time someone has a bomb strapped to them, take a drink. Every time someone is bullied, take a drink. Every time there's a meeting on the roof, take a drink. And every time someone laughs in an evil manner, take a drink. And those are your ways to drink away the flick. If you have any thoughts about this movie or anything that's beamer related, leave us a comment on either iTunes or SoundCloud. You'll also email us beamerbrosgmail.com, like us on Facebook at facebook.com, or, or follow us on Twitter at beamerbros, or my personal Twitter at beamerpaul. You can check out all their other content on our website, beamerbros.com, where we have new shows. Blah. 
We have new shows each week. If you want to help support the show, consider donating to our PayPal or Patreon accounts. Links right below. We've come to the end of week three this month, so let's rank the movies we've seen. In the number three spot, I'm going to have to go with Yo-Yo Girl Cop. The number two spot, last week I was really divided, but you know, after a week of deliberation, it's become clear to me that Azumaki has to be in the number two spot. Although it was a fantastic movie, I have to give the number one spot to Sars Wars Bangkok Zombie Crisis. Because if I was about to die and given the choice of, you know, I can watch one more movie, either Sars Wars or Zumaki, I'd pick Sars Wars just because it's more fun to watch. Yeah, mine was the same. Yo Yo Cop Girl at the bottom. It just wasn't that good or entertaining. Number two, Uzumaki. I enjoyed it, but yeah, Sars War was just more fun to watch. So, yeah, gotta go with that. Next week, we're gonna take a look at the book that started the video game series Parasite Eve in movie form with the 1997 film Parasite Eve. So, until next time, friends. Be brave, be alive, and be back for more. Get on my knees. Oh, see you, bro.